Hello and welcome. This is Friend Request. I'm your host, Justin Lamb, and this is episode 62 with my friend Leah. Leah is the owner and operator of Drawn to Detroit, an art business where she has drawings of Detroit that she that she sells. I'm looking at some right now. And we discuss all sorts of stuff from uh, faith to business to school and divorce and siblings and all sorts of stuff. I, I think you guys are really going to like this interview. And, uh, you know, we don't actually touch on how I know her in the beginning. We kind of jump right into it. But a friend of mine married her brother and, you know, through the years of all hanging out together, me and Leah had become friends through that as well. So that's how I know her because that wasn't covered. But without further ado, I won't hold you any longer. Here's my interview with Leah. Hi. Welcome, welcome back. Um, Thank you. Or yeah, I'll say I'll say welcome, just because the other one won't be out before this one. <laughs> so hey, welcome. Yeah. Um, but thank you for doing this and mm-hmm. making some time for me. So I'm excited about this because I don't know yeah. a whole lot about you, Leah. I know. And uh, you know, I obviously talked to your brother more than you, and mm-hmm. so it's it's funny because you know I've heard some things from his perspective of of you guys growing up and. Mm-hmm. and your parents and everything so i'm excited to kind of find out your perspective yeah the dirty deeds <laughs> no. um, but i'm going to go back all the way to your born you're the youngest right i am and you have yep. two brothers yes youngest only girl <laughs> how far two apart older brothers. are you and your brothers um so curtis is should I not say names? I don't think. I mean, it's up to you. I don't. Is Curtis going to be like, did that bitch just say my name? <laughs> yeah, he might. No, I would never. I would never. No. Um. Yeah. So Curtis is, um, two years older than me. I think, two two and a half. Um. And then Ryan is four, four or five. Oh wow! I didn't realize you guys were that far apart. It doesn't feel like it though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because he's, did he just turn 35 or 34? I can't keep track. I'm you about young to be kids. Young yeah, kids. Yeah, young and spry. <laughs> um, yeah. What's your early memories like growing up with two older brothers and being the only girl in the house? Um, I, I liked it. Um, <laughs> one specific memory I have that just popped into my head as you just asked me is, um, one of the boys, probably Ryan, um, somehow got caulk in my hair. Oh, no. You know. I don't even like big, getting that shit on my fingers. Yeah, no, I no. know what you're talking about. I hate caulk. You know, the, yeah, the big foot long. Yeah, like, the tube. Yeah. Tube thing. Yeah. yeah. And somehow <laughs> it got in my hair. And I remember vividly being at the like salon in town being in my mom. Like my mom took me, you know, and I was like. I'm going to have to cut my hair. You know, it was like probably ear. Like it was at my ear. Oh, man. So it wasn't just like, oh, take off an inch at the bottom. It was. And I don't know how they got it out, but I didn't have to cut it. Oh, that's good. Like, yeah, I don't know how you would get that out. Cut it at all. Acetone or something. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. know. That's crazy. Yeah, it was wild. They've always been very like, very, um, very supportive and sweet, but also like Leah, you know, like rough around the edges. Like, ma- I think made me 
stronger for, you know, as yeah. a girl with only two brothers. So yeah. I like it. <laughs> what, uh, what do your mom and dad do when you're born? Um, you mean like, like for uh, work? for work. So my dad is an architect okay. was, and still is. Um, and my mom at the time was just home with us, home okay. with me and my brothers. Yeah. Three kids is oh. definitely a full-time job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. And so, but then I might be jumping the gun here, but, um, she then, um, she was also in education, Okay. but she's done different, different things in education throughout. Like when, before we were you know, born and after and things like that. Did you grow so, up in Michigan? Yes. Grew up in Michigan. Grew up okay. in the, the quaint, small town, Horse, USA, what? I think. Yes. <laughs> South Lyon, Michigan. Why is it Horse, USA? I don't know. They, at one point, I guess, had like the most horses per capita or whatever. What? Yeah. Yeah, and now I'm they probably to have figure out what that would look like. <laughs> now it's probably like new build homes per capita yeah. USA or whatever. It's really grown. A so lot. did it expand while you were growing up? Then did you like have? Um, were there? Did you have a lot of friends with farmland, and then all of a sudden you didn't anymore? Like, what did that look like? <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, right. You you would think so. <laughs> no, I didn't really have many friends with a bunch of farmland. Um, but I just remember like. When I came back from college at one point and was going to like a a job fair or something, so I hadn't been back in probably four or five years, and um, I just remember thinking like, oh my gosh, what has happened? Like there was new house after new house after new subdivision after new, like, but our town didn't change much. It just was like exploded with so many new homes and. Yeah. subdivisions and stuff like that interesting um, oh. which is funny because that if i'm doing my math right that would have been after the bubble in 08 like you're talking what like 2010 2012 or something like that yeah probably wow. when they all started yeah geez some ambitious yeah. people yeah good for is, them <laughs> yeah right exactly yeah um so growing up uh living because your parents divorced eventually <clears throat> right but that's not till later um, so my dad moved out when I was in eighth grade. Okay. So what's, what's it like in the household before that? Um, everything was good. I mean, my parents, I think did a really, they either didn't argue or they did a really good job of, you know, making it seem like they yeah. didn't argue. <laughs> That's um, good. you know, yeah. I mean, my, my dad coached all of our sports teams, basically. Um, my mom was obviously around all the time. Um, we would be up north all summer, every summer, um, mostly with my mom, just because my mom being in education, she yeah. could, you know, she, the summer was her thing. So, um, yeah, so I remember being at the kitchen table and my parents being like, long story short, being like, <laughs> well, your dad's going to move out. And I was just like, it was like one of those very surreal like yeah. like you, you didn't see it coming though at all huh oh no wow. no 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 i mean and good on them for that most kids I like mean, watch their parents fight and fight and fight until finally you know that's the it's the last straw kind yeah. of thing yeah yeah i mean i we had no clue yeah so um yeah. <laughs> did i see a yawn coming i i, I hit it <laughs> how dare you um <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but so uh, was was uh, where where was I going with that? So this is eighth grade. I mean, I'm projecting yeah. my own shit here, but like middle school, I feel like for everyone is is a shit time of like stupid. yeah, kind of just stupid. figuring out your life, your body, your friends, like yeah, um, mean girls, yeah. You know. So what is your, I mean, what is that period of your life like that ends up getting capped off with your parents telling you they're getting divorced? Yeah. Um, I would say that, like, I had situations in middle school that weren't the greatest. Like, just, like, girls being mean. Yeah. But nowhere near, like, not to the point where I would, like, want to stay home from school or like things like that. Like I had other circles of friends where I think I could like make up for the mean girls. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, and like I was in, I think I played basketball. I danced. So like, I think the fact that we were all three of us very like active and did a lot of things. Um, middle school was, was all right. Um, yeah, but then, like, once I found that out, I remember it was Memorial Weekend. And it, it must have been either the week before or, like, sometime right before Memorial Weekend. Because Memorial Weekend, my mom, my brothers, and I went up north, which is usual. Um, typical Memorial Weekend, open the cottage type thing. And we came back. No doubt. <laughs> no dad all of his stuff was gone like it was very weird yeah um that's gotta so, be really strange yeah it was very very weird and like i mean we were in my dad being an architect designed our home and so we were in this large home yeah and you know so used to everyone coming over especially like my brothers at this point being in high school you know, like having their basketball teams over, have it like everyone. You guys were the the hangout house. The hangout house. Yeah. yeah. And so not like that changed a ton, but it definitely was like a topic of discussion, you know, like, Oh, where's Mr. Carroll? Or like, you know, just not like people didn't really say that, but like, I'm sure people you look him dead in the eye and go, he gone. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) No, I should have. (laughs) That would have been really funny. Um, Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Your brother's in high school. I imagine they, they, well, I think with any divorce, each kid has a different experience. Um, Mm -hmm. But just backing up, being the only daughter, were you, uh, did you find yourself, kind of more attached to any one parent at any one time like were you the the daddy's girl or were you like did you and your mom become closer because you were the only daughter like yeah so um ryan i think was either a senior in high school or at this point moved to college like that summer okay um and ryan or in curtis yeah i think ryan was actually already in college and curtis might was probably going into his senior year so that year, and mind you, it wasn't like final for at least a year. Okay. Um, the divorce wasn't. So that and that year was just like weird. Like I don't know. I probably blacked out. I don't know. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so um yeah. So like going into probably my sophomore year, it was just my mom and I. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie. My mom was like. I mean, they were high school sweethearts. Wow, yeah. So, like, 
Your mom we, was the single for the first time since she was like your age at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and life as she knew it just totally changed, you know, for her and my dad. So, yeah. so yeah, it became, it went from like a family of five to literally like kind of just like me and my mom. And it was very much like I'd get, I'd, I would get out of basketball practice. I'd call my mom and be like, do you want another Greek salad from Coney Island for dinner? And it was like our second or third time that week. You know, it was like, it was just the two of us. So we, I mean, we had been close, but like that took our relationship to a whole other level and like space that we had, you know, that I don't think we would have gotten to really. And you guys are out and, of the big house at this point, I'm guessing. No. no oh, you stayed no. in the big house too? So we ha- we couldn't sell it. Or it was up for sale and we had trouble selling it. Oh, wow. Until, which was kind of a blessing in disguise, I feel like, because it sold literally, like I remember leaving for Hope, leaving for college, yeah. packed up everything, and then it finally sold. Oh. So Kismet. like I got to stay, yeah, I got to stay Perfect. in my room and you know, all that stuff. Like yeah. we didn't have to go through that. So, which was really good. Um, so, and my dad and I's relationship was always good, but, and I think my brothers would both say this too. Like you don't realize, you don't realize really how your relationship is with your parent until they're not living with you. Like when you're an adolescent, Yeah, you know, like, it went from like, oh, I'm just around both of my parents, like watching TV. Like it's just like a yeah. They're always know. this background fixture. They're always there. And, yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> then it was like, oh shoot, I actually have to like call up my dad and like make plans. Yeah. And yeah I was going to ask was, what was the flip side of that? Did he stay in town and just you'd go over there? Yeah. yeah so he moved into like a condo, probably ten fifteen minutes away. Okay. So it wasn't like an awful situation. It wasn't like he, you know, left out of state or something like that. So he was still very accessible. Um, was it scheduled custody stuff with you? Because I imagine for the the boys, like it didn't matter, right? Ryan's gone, so he, there was yeah, nothing Ryan's involved gone. there. Curtis is basically gone, um, and I don't know if it just lined up to. I don't know if it lined up perfectly, but I just chose what I was able to, like, I just chose what I wanted to do. There was no sort of, you know, battle on that on from, from my understanding, you know, like, um, so. Well, as as an adult, I imagine you can look back, especially given like, you know, your experience with therapy and everything, just like, it's probably better for you to stay in the house that, you know, in the room that, you know, like, especially since it's just four more years and like the older you get, the more four years seems like nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's like, it's like a year. Yeah. But to a teenager, it's like forever. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I was very thankful to stay there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a weird transition into high school. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely was. (laughs) Um, Yeah. How did you do academically throughout school? And did that change anything? Like, did that, did that affect anything externally as far as, you know, I, I don't feel like it really did. I've always been, or not, I've always been, but (laughs) in high school, I was very much like did what I needed to do to, to get by. Yeah. Um, so I got like A's and B's, you know, 
math was never my... Okay, okay. <laughs> right after I said that, I thought, oh, shoot, that sounded bad. You're good. No, but um, <laughs> math was always hard for me. So, like, I do, I think my, either my sophomore or junior year, I was in this, like, I don't know, all the, everyone was like, oh, you're in the slow math. And it's like, you know what? Screw you. Yeah, I am. Okay? Who are these and bitches the, that are saying yeah. that And all these, all the fun people are in the slow math. Okay. It's a fun <laughs> class. <laughs> That's actually where I met my um, junior boyfriend. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, so... Um, Did you have a high yeah, school no. sweetheart you almost married to? Oh, God. Oh. No, thankfully. No. <laughs> no, thankfully. Did this story almost take a turn? Um, no, it didn't. You know, you had you were a creative person, and so oh, I yeah. imagine that that math side of your brain was like, fuck you. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> we got over this in, like, eighth grade. Yeah. We're done. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember, like, my junior... Well, no, probably more so senior year. My senior year, I took four... However, hours we had four or five yeah. um, art classes and then one like English class, like a newspaper class or like some some stupid like that because I had, quote unquote, finished my math, you know, yeah. numbers that I had to hit for so many years or whatever. I was like, fuck, I'm not going to take more math. Like, I'm done. I've hit my quota. We're moving on. <laughs> Heck yeah. I don't blame you so. there. I got yeah. out of the, I got out of taking a foreign language. I was, I was Ooh. the last year where a foreign language wasn't required. I was like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Why I not? regret it wholeheartedly now. Cause like at the very least, well, we should, I do just, you like, though? I do. I want, oh, okay. I've downloaded okay. apps and crap and tried to learn like Spanish. Cause I'm like, come on. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I, and I, not that I would have retained anything. I mean, the reality <laughs> of it is if I would have taken it, it wouldn't mean anything today, but. Well, right. Right. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's funny. I, I talked to a friend of mine who took French and then took French in college and like then oh, wow. started teaching French to people in like in France. Like they, she teach English oh, to wow. kids in France, but it's just like, yeah, I, that's one thing. But I think most people yeah. just like take the class <laughs> and then forget everything. Yeah. Um, you're like, that's like one in every like 500 <laughs> people. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm curious because you had two older brothers and because yeah. high school starts with this single parent life, mm-hmm. when do you get introduced to like partying and <laughs> what does that oh. look like? <laughs> yeah. Um, high school actually. Okay. Um, so we were none of, well, Ryan was the wild child, but, <laughs> but looking back, he really wasn't that wild. Like in the grand scheme of like, um, how wild he could have been. Yeah. Especially like with my dad gone and like just, you know, whatever. He wasn't that like he wasn't that bad. Well, I feel but, like you guys have the environment for it, right? You have a place up north. You have this house totally, where people come over and hang out all the time. So see, that's yeah. Like that's you're the set thing. up for it. So <laughs> we had a great house. We had enough space for people to come and like so I would say I probably didn't like my first like drink was probably junior year maybe okay um same here <laughs> or or like maybe like summer in between junior and senior year um i had a few parties at the house <laughs> i did yeah um but you know i was just going to my bro- well curtis curtis is the golden child okay curtis probably had a few <laughs> parties but um 
I don't know. I was like in eighth grade, so I don't really know. I don't know. Anyway, so um, I just I do remember like being in, you know, junior, senior year. I remember either my brother, Ryan, or like his friends. So like select friends of his. And I don't know how they would have gotten it, but somehow they got me brunettes. And I was uh, like, brunettes. I'm not mad about it. <laughs> you know, I had probably I had probably like eight friends over. Kept it small. Yeah. It wasn't out of, out of control, you know, which honestly is the most fun, you know, because yeah. you just got your people, the people you actually want to hang out with. Yeah. And we would just, I don't even know what we do. Listen to music, dance, yeah. be stupid. Yeah. Probably have like two, have like one or two shots and like think we're like, hammered yeah. and like kind of act goofy and stuff you know good times <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. so is college always on the radar is that do your brothers go to college your parents went to college it's just kind of expected yeah it was just kind of like the next step yeah so mm-hmm. and where do you end yeah. up going yeah so i only applied to two schools Ooh. um i know <laughs> um i applied to spring arbor and hope so two, two schools I don't know about <laughs> two Christian colleges. Okay. Um, I went to Spring Arbor. So the main reason I looked into Spring Arbor in the first place really was because I knew I had a lot of family that went there and I just, it felt very familiar and I had been there before. And so I thought, Oh, I might want to go there. And in a large school was never really like on my radar. I never, I mean, it, it could have been, but I wasn't like, Oh, I want to go to this huge campus and like, you know, be in this class with like 300 other people. It, it didn't really do much for me. So, and Curtis, um, went to hope. And so that's kind of how I got introduced to hope. So I applied both places and I went to spring Arbor to like on my official visit first. And then I went to hope and I was like, to me, it was a no brainer just because love spring Arbor. It's great great university where are those two at where they look at so spring arbor is in jackson okay actually it's in spring arbor oh yeah but spring arbor i think if i'm saying this right they don't like saying jackson because the prison population Uh. maybe (laughs) but it's so small like it's so small um if i didn't say it it's so small (laughs) and then where's hope at which is also small, but it's hope is in Holland Okay, over on the West side. Yeah, so just area. more like, yeah. Oh yeah. It's beautiful. They had a, you know, an actual downtown, the beach is five. Yeah, I was going to say you can literally go to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> the beach is five, 10 minutes away. Yeah. Um, and it's just night. Like it's just, everything was just so, I just remember being like, wow, this is really nice campus. They had a bunch of different, you know, places for like different I just it was like triple the size of of Spring Arbor yeah um and it's still small but so and it's funny we're talking about academics because so my GPA was decent okay but then you put a test in front of my face (laughs) and everything just plummets like bad yeah I'll tell you do you want me to tell you what my ACT score was oh your ACT score sure I got a whopping 16. I'm trying to think what is the, what is the is that like an average? The lowest is like a 14. Oh, okay, yeah, never mind. 
Wait, gotcha. ACT or SAT? Yeah, ACT. Yeah, SAT is the like 1600 to 2100 yeah, or whatever. Like that. Yeah. 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 So I really bombed it. And the funniest part is I had signed up to go get, you know, take it again because you can retake it. Yeah. I, I don't do well at filling forms out apparently or something because <laughs> I got there. I was not signed up. The oh. sweet principal was like, you can come into my office. We'll get this situated for you. Like, we'll figure this out. And I was like, okay. He's a perv. Watch out. No, no it was a woman. No. <laughs> <laughs> so she, I just remember her being like, well, it looks like you didn't finish the application process or something like that. And I was like, you got to be kidding. So I never retook it. I don't know what happened, like timing or something. I never retook it. So my first year at Hope, I was on academic, <laughs> I was on academic probation. Oh, nice, yeah. So, yeah, that but was... I mean, I survived. Here I am. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the <laughs> first time, the, my first year, I actually went to OCC. I was on academic probation because when I went and after high school, I just didn't go. I signed up for classes and then just didn't go. Um, <laughs> Oops. But I you, might do it. You said a buzzword that I somehow completely like passed by without asking about, uh, hmm. <laughs> which is, so you went to a Christian college. I have yes. sat through your brother's <laughs> nine-hour wedding reception or wedding ceremony. So uh, I know that religion was somewhat present in your life growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, how present was it, and like what kind of role did that play as a kid, and, and especially yes. like after the divorce and everything? Right. So, grew up going to church. Um, We weren't, like, the family that if, you know, we don't go that weekend, like, it's, like, the world's going to end. But, like, we, my parents did try to make it a point, at least, like, when we were growing up, to go. Um, And the biggest, I would say the biggest influence, um, like, faith influence in my life was we go to a church camp every summer. Okay. Um, and it's like a, it sounds so boring, but it's literally like the best. It's like a huge family reunion. So it's anyone from like ages, you know, like these old, old people that have been going for like five generations, you know, like so, so long. So so this isn't like just a kid church camp. It's like the whole family, everyone, the whole family. What? I didn't even know that existed. Leah, I think you were in a cult. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what we would call a cult. That's crazy. Um, Yeah, so like my grandparents went. um, It was my grandma's. It was either my grandma's parents or my grandma's grandparents or something like that started going. And then my mom went when she was little growing up. I went, obviously, when I was little growing up, like. And this past year, 2020, was the first year I haven't been my whole entire life. Oh, wow. I'm almost 30. I'm going to be 30 Where in two weeks. Where is this camp Hi. at? <laughs> um, it's in Romeo, Michigan. Okay. It's called Simpson Park Camp. How long is it's the summer camp? super rustic. It's a week. Okay. So you just you go. And it's cool because they have different, like... Um, you know, like, so when we were, like, middle school and high school, we stayed in the dorms. So it's like, you know, there's, like, 12 girls in my in my grade, let's say, and we just stay in this little dorm. It's like a bunkhouse. Yeah. You know, there's, like, 12 b- bunk beds. And you stay in there, and you just, like, 
it's so fun and it's it's cool because people go typically every year yeah. so you you basically grow up with these people that's really cool i mean I, yeah. well yeah i mean all religious aspects aside i imagine just the community part of it is, is it's really cool huge yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. interesting i had no idea something like that existed <laughs> yeah 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 so that i would say is like something that has been just like unwavering in my faith yeah. and just like who i am as um like my priorities and things like that it's just important you know yeah. it's just an important place um so then yeah and then going to a christian college um it was for me i think um growing up going to church and then um like as i've gotten older it's been what's the word i want to use it's been important for not important but like gosh i can't think i need a thesaurus right now um (laughs) it's been cool i guess for lack of a better term um to just be able to like have my own faith because i think a lot of people or i don't know some people i think you know you just go to church growing up you don't really know why just you go because your parents take you and stuff you know and um so that i think for me especially even like going to college like i didn't go every sunday like we had we had service on sundays and then we had it throughout the week and i liked at hope that i didn't have to go like yeah, you i was could gonna go. ask what how that works like what makes it other than like i mean i don't i guess i don't mean what makes it a christian college but more like yeah what are the requirements revolved around the religion that may that you have to do if you yeah go there, you know so their mission obviously is just very faith-based yeah um and then like i think i had to take like one religion class or like i took one it was in this um because it's a liberal arts school yeah so you had to take all these different you know facets of different classes and so um but the one thing I did like about hope and I appreciated that is that aspect that like, I didn't have to like, I could have gone there four or five years and never set stepped foot in, in the church. Yeah. 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 So, um, I know like at spring Arbor, I think you had to go like a certain, like you had to go a certain amount of chapels during the week or like you had to check in, I think you had to show your id or whatever. So Jesus takes attendance guys. That's right. (laughs) Um, so yeah, just circling back though, I think that is, has been the most important thing for me because it's like, it's not anyone else's faith. It's mine. You know, I wonder if there's, um, a correlation between how you grew up with that, uh, religion being this sense of community that you got, like from the camp and everything. And then other people that might grow up with it, that where it's just like a thing you have to do. And it's more about the discipline instead of the, uh, community, but I don't know. I'm spitballing. It's always very fascinating to me. <laughs> no, I can totally see that. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother. <laughs> and now we're going to transition to our religious podcast. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the gotcha episode. Uh, let's see. You're you're in uh, you're in college. You're still in Michigan, but other side of the state. I mean, what? Yep. What's college like over there? And I mean. Any, any good stories and any dramatic developments? Oh, oh, I mean, I joined a sorority. Oh, 
I did I not remember, know this. Yeah, I remember. Did I join my freshman year? What's yeah, the I sorority? My year. Oh, no one knows it because oh. Hope has tiny sororities and they're not like they're not like national, national or oh. whatever. Yeah, but we were the Sibs, Sigma, Iota, Beta. Everyone okay. loved us. We were the best. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> no. Um, and it's kind of funny that you were just saying like the sense of community thing because you know growing up and being in sports and dance and stuff, I was always like part of a team. Yeah. And that was something that I was really missing. I think going into college, like I was like, dang, I really want to like find my people kind of thing for lack of a better term, you know? And so rush came around and I remember texting my brothers. (laughs) I was in class and I texted, I think I texted both of them at the same time. And I, and I said, what would you think if I joined a sorority? <laughs> and I mean, you can imagine their responses. <laughs> the classic, like, well, what do you think? Or like, I don't know, just something. Yeah. Um, but Curtis being at Hope knew that he just knew, you know, he just knew Ryan went to Central for two years. So yeah. that's a whole other. Oh, is that thing. not a Christian college? <laughs> that's not a Christian college, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah, so I went to Rush and found a sorority that, like, seemingly seemed, like, seemingly seemed. That's the quote <laughs> for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was seemingly seeming. yeah, seemingly Seemingly seemed, yeah. <laughs> it seemed to have girls that were very similar to me. Yeah. Like, just goofy, silly, like, just themselves, um wanted to have fun, you know, outgoing, things like that. Um, and so I rushed, I joined the sorority and it, I'm still friends. Like I have been doing a book club all throughout pandemic. Yeah. Throughout the pandemic, every Monday night, we've skipped maybe two nights. Wow. That's, um, can I have all, their numbers? Cause some of my book club people are a little, I'm a little sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm shocked, but they're all three girls from my sorority. That's awesome. So, yeah, that was, um, I don't know what your initial question was. I think I went off on a tangent there, but, um, college times. No, I mean, that's, that's still, uh, that's kind of answers the question. <laughs> like okay. Some of your college experience there. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that seems to be <clears throat> this, this intertwining theme of, of community, uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of running through your, your life. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. So what year do you graduate? I graduated in 2013. Okay. So I took a few summer classes. Um, like I was there for like a May term is what they called it. Um, somehow I had, you know, two or three other classes I had to take and I didn't want to go for like a full another year semester. Yeah. So I kind of figured out how to sprinkle them in. in yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, May term, it was just, you know, going to class at, 10 yeah. to one. And then you're just like partying the, the yeah. rest of the hanging out, yeah. you know, it was great. So, um, what, and then you, you've gone through a couple different career options the last mm-hmm. eight years. Uh, yeah. what, what does that look like? And then what was it like getting <laughs> out of, um, I guess college would have been the first time, right. That you're moving and living away from home, but like after college, do you move back in with your parents? Do you get your own place? What does that look like? Sure. So graduated from Hope in 2013, moved um, home with my mom 
And is she and remarried at this point? At this point, she actually, she had just, yes, she had just remarried. Okay. Like, like uh, in between my junior and senior year of college or and something And your dad's like remarried too, right? Not at that point. Very soon okay. after though. Very soon after that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What was that like going to your mom's wedding? <laughs> Long. <laughs> no, it was good. It was really good because I, Philip is like the best I really lucked out with both step parents. Yeah. Like, very oh, yeah. You guys up. hanging out with you guys. I mean, I almost get confused just because I'm like, right. There's so many families here and everyone gets along so well. I can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't tell who's who. It's kind of weird, but I'm very, very thankful for that because, yeah, that's it, awesome. you know, yeah. Um, Sorry, so yeah, I, I moved. Yeah, I threw you off course. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> moved um, back home in my, with my mom. Um, and then. I got a bunch of like different long-term subpositions because I graduated. I graduated with my um, art education, art history minor. Um, but then I then came another test. I had to take Again a test. Again with these tests. Damn tests. Um, so I had to have my certification test for yeah. teaching. So took it three times. Got it on the third time. But thankfully, throughout that whole time, for probably a year, I was long-term subbing at different places. So, like, for a couple months, I was in Rochester. I drove, which was awful, but I had to do it, you know. And then um, did a stint in Grand Blank, which ultimately kind of helped me get into Grand Blank schools, which is where I taught for three years. So that's, like, my first real teaching job. Yeah. Um, So I taught elementary art there for three years. And then taught in Livonia for three years. Oh, yeah. Cause so that was your, I mean, that was your decided path, right? Like you wanted to be an art teacher yeah. and what grades yeah, were I you mean, teaching? I taught kindergarten through fifth. Nice. The, the most fun art Which, classes I meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny because when I applied to the job I got, I was like, Eh, it's an elementary position like I don't really know how I feel about this but like it's a job you know like at oh, that yeah. point you know you get out of college you're like you don't you don't have a choice yeah every teacher I've talked to if you get an offer you take it <laughs> yeah, absolutely so I was really searching for high school I was like I really want high school but you know whatever yeah. and I loved elementary like it was so fun like I could just be goofy and the kids would be like, okay, <laughs> you know, it yeah. was really cool. And they were old enough. Like the fourth and fifth graders were old enough that they were like really grasp on to some of the harder things that we would do. And like really from actually really every year, it was crazy. Even the kindergartners was so wild how much they learned like from start to finish of the year. Um, so Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's why. When do you move out to your, uh, like on your own? So it was probably, how long was I? I think I was in my, yeah, wow. I'm glad that you asked that question because I totally forgot about this area, this time in my life. Um, I think after, once I got my job, I think I moved into my apartment probably, it was winter time. Okay. So I was probably at my mom's like a year and a half. I probably started off the school year in my new job. And then, you know, come November, December, January yeah. time, 
moved out. I got a little duplex. It was the best thing. It was so cheap. And it was it just you? Just me. And I loved it. I was going to say, what's that like? That's first time, right? Like you had roommates in college and then you lived with your parents and now you're by yourself. Yeah. First time. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I had to like the first couple nights when I slept there, I was like, okay, Leah, just go to bed. You know, don't lay here. Don't lay here and, and, and try to listen to all the different sounds this new apartment makes, you know? So just go to bed. And I was fine. And I just went to bed. And that's been my motto ever since. <laughs> I was going to say, that's what alcohol's for. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So, and I was there for, until I moved to um, Detroit. Do you so remember any, for... any first apartment struggles, like learning, like, uh, I don't know. I mean, the common ones are like, oh, you need uh I don't know, a plunger or like the, the little crap that you just kind of live with your entire life. And then you move you in know, and you buy on your own and you're like, Oh wait, I need to buy silverware. Or, well, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Those things. Yeah. yeah. You know, my, I think my mom is, her brain is just like, I mean, she's a mom. <laughs> Let's yeah. put it that way. You're her third so, you're her third one, so I'm sure she Right. So I don't remember I mean I'm sure there were things that like I forgot, but like I just remember like we went we made it a point to like go to the dollar store or go to Meyer or whatever yeah. and get all of that random stuff that I needed. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's like, Well then you're gonna need this and then you're gonna and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just got over getting the the electrical cord thing that I need, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So yeah so but i got really lucky i go ahead i was just gonna make a stupid joke about can openers so continue (laughs) oh i was just gonna say i had a really cool landlord that had like alpacas and like this big yeah i actually not Not your typical apartment (laughs) no well no they were and they were really but they were really cool um and I don't really have any like crazy stories from that time. I mean, it was just a great spot. Like, I had an upstairs, yeah. two bedrooms upstairs. It's like fits four of my studio now. So, <laughs> really moved up. <laughs> no. hey. But you're doing your own thing. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's, let's kind of transition to that a little bit because you get an interest. Well, I guess. Where does where does Detroit come into the picture? What co- yes. or, or what comes first, your interest in art therapy or your interest in Detroit? <laughs> mm, my interest in art therapy. What is okay? What can you explain what that is and what drew you to that? Yeah. So, um, art therapy is basically um, another way to process um, like anxiety, depression. Um, whatever you might be going through. Um, so instead of talk therapy, you use art as um, a vehicle to process different things. Is that something you were using in your own life? Um, you know, probably without knowing it. Okay. Um, art has always been a huge part of who I am. And like, yeah. I just have always loved to create. So probably without, you know, without even knowing it. Um, yeah, I would say so. Okay. Um, or like more so art as therapy yeah. instead of art therapy the other way around. But um, yeah, so it was my third year teaching. And at that point I was kind of like, okay, I need to go back and get my master's, you know, and um, Bummer. my mom, be- <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you made it. Not really. No. 
Um, so I just remember my mom being like, okay, well, whatever you choose, you should choose something that like gives you options. So like whether that's in the classroom or outside of the classroom, like either work your way up or out, (laughs) I guess, you know, just give, you want to give yourself options. Um, so, and when I learned about art therapy, which I don't even remember how I really stumbled upon it or the program at Wayne State, but, um, well, I know I stumbled upon the program at Wayne State because it's the only program in Michigan. So <laughs> that'll do um, it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so I think it just was like this perfect combination of, you know, like art and basically like psychology. Um, and so I was like, I can't really see myself doing much else with, you know, with a different master's yeah. program. And so I researched it and, it seems like a good fit. So I applied to, to Wayne state and, and at the time I was like, what am I doing? You know, like all of these different things start flowing in your head. You're like, okay, well, what if you get this and you don't get a job? What if you, you get in and you have to drive and you have to drive like four days a week to class at 6 PM to 10 PM, you know, like, is that the life you're going to have for the next four years? Like, and if so, like, yeah, you just have to suck it up. I remember my mom just being like, well, you know, I did this and I did that when I was, you know, yeah. doing my master's. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that, you know. Like, like circling back to the beginning. I mean, look at yeah. four years is nothing for, for an adult. Exactly. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. So um, I just was like, okay, I'm just going to move into the, this direction. And this is the direction I think I want to go into. And so I applied and I applied for a scholarship at the same time. And, um, I didn't hear, I didn't hear, I didn't hear. I, I think I, I heard that I had gotten accepted, but I hadn't heard about the scholarship. Okay. So for me, the scholarship was huge. It was like a, it was like a, um, full ride for a year. Wow. So for me, I was like, send me that info. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, where do I sign? Yeah. So, but at this point it was probably June, May, something like that. And I hadn't heard about the scholarship. And so I was like, uh, just like kind of stuck feeling like a rock between the hard place or whatever that saying is, you know, between a rock and a hard place. Between a rock and a hard place. (laughs) It's a rock between a hard place. You guys (laughs) know. know. Am I the rock? Am I the hard place? I don't really know. We've we've all been one or the other, I'm sure. <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> so yeah, so I got a phone. I actually got a phone call, and I and they were like, "This is so and so from Wayne State, blah blah blah," and they're like, "You're the only, per- you're the only person we haven't heard from uh, who has received the scholarship, but we're wondering if you'd like to accept it." And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, I want to accept it." You know, like what? Um, so I don't know if it like got lost in the mail was you, at my you didn't finish filling out the application. <laughs> hey, that might've been it actually, That's <laughs> but funny. I got it. That's and so awesome. then I was like, all right, hell yeah, I'm going. So yeah. then, fuck yeah. You yeah, fall right anywhere. Them. I'll learn anything right? for a year yeah. if you're going to pay for Spanish. it. <laughs> yeah. <No>. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah. So then, um, Welcome to it's Detroit. wild. Yeah, it's wild because I had just interviewed in Brighton to teach in Brighton. 
that Just same week. Not close to Detroit at all. <laughs> no, no. But I was like, okay, well, I don't know. Like Brighton seems like, like at that point I was like, Brighton could be a place that I could see myself like yeah. for a while. Like Brighton's a nice little town, you know, whatever. And that, yeah, that same exact week I interviewed on like a Monday, heard about my scholarship on a Wednesday and heard back from Brighton that I didn't get the job like on Thursday or Friday. So I was like, all right, <laughs> let's go to Detroit and look at apartments. Yeah. And, um, I moved into my apartment like October 2nd or something like that. Like it was all very, very fast. Go. So I'm I'm curious. You taught in Grand Blank, you said for like three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you have some of the same kids because you'd get them in like second grade and then third grade and then fourth grade? Sort yeah. Of grade. So mm-hmm. after doing art therapy classes and like learning about that and getting your degree in it, were you able to reflect at all at that time that you were teaching those kids and identify anything that you may have overlooked when you were there, like? Oh, little Timmy kept drawing, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> why is this clown always stabbing his yes. mom? What's going on? Like, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I first started my program, I was still teaching in Livonia for two years. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Two out of the three years of my program, I was in, in Livonia teaching, but absolutely. Even when I was in Grand Blanc, I, um, and that's what kind of like, it didn't bother me, but like, I just was like, man, I really wish I had like more time with these kids or like less, <laughs> that sounds bad, but like yeah. less students or like That's some something because I was like, I could do so much with them if I could just sit with them and like process yeah. the kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like going through the program, I was like learning so much and I was like, oh my gosh, this is blowing my mind. This is so interesting and so relevant and yeah. You know, so. That's cool. So your degree takes you down to Detroit. Yes. And you graduate, and around the time you're graduating, I think, right, you decide to. I still had a year left, basically. Okay, when you started drawing to Detroit? Yes, yeah. Start your own little (laughs) artistic business. um, Yes. Really start representing the D, as they say. Mm-hmm. Sounds so yeah. dirty if you don't live here. Um, I know, it is. <laughs> I mean, it's not dirty, but it sounds dirty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you, so you kind of take that art in a different direction than I than I imagine you planned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I really started drawn to Detroit from a grad school assignment. Um, so we had to do 10 art pieces any medium you wanted. Yeah. And at this point as a teacher, like having been in education for five, six years, I didn't do a lot of creating like for myself or really any, anything. Um, so it was almost like a, I hate to say slap in the face, but it was like, okay, you got to start creating now. Like, well, I was going to ask you that too. There's no excuse. So you didn't have like a preferred medium or anything. Uh, Not really. I mean, I always loved watercolor. Okay. Um, that was my May term class that I took at Hope. Gotcha. Watercolor. <laughs> it was great. Um, and I also always, I, I don't know if I always loved architecture, but I, I think Ran it was the family. In, yeah, it kind of was in me. Yeah, my dad's an architect. So, yeah. yeah, but no, I didn't have like this, like drawing was not my like go-to, I would say, really. 
Um, I felt comfortable with it, but I just really kind of fell into it. I feel like I hate yeah, to say that. That's fine. So it was but... almost like a fluke that you picked drawing for that project. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I just was like, I I don't know even what made me really go. I mean, I know what made me want to go and draw some of the buildings because I live right downtown, and I'm like. Oh, this would be really like it's nice outside. I could sit in this park and I could just draw. The architecture and, is amazing. Some of those yeah, buildings. Yeah. Yeah. And so I did. I started and I was like, this is kind of nice. I was like, I haven't done this in forever, first of all. Yeah. And I just remember being like, I just drew for like three hours nonstop and I felt like it was like 15 minutes. Wow. You know, I was like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> So then for the project, I was like, all right, well, if I have to do 10 pieces, I might as well do something that I, that I'm like, you know, that I like to do. Yeah. And, um, and I think I've always been more of like a, I don't know how to say this, like more of like a logical artist. That doesn't make sense. But like my best friend is very much like go out in nature and then create something like just create yeah. kind of like. You can't some, see my hands right some now. Some hippie shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm way more like, okay, give me something to look at. I want it to be, you know, yeah. precise and like all the details and all stuff. So anyway, so I guess it just made sense for me. And then we had that class. We had like a end of semester reception. So it was pretty cool. So we put all of our artwork out in this big atrium space and like you can invite your families or whoever yeah. and we all were there. We brought snacks and all this shit. And um, people were like, wow, that's really good. And I'm like, thanks. You know, I like, guess so. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. And then after that, like, I remember posting photos on Facebook and someone was like, oh, my gosh, I got married at the Owen house or this or this. Can you draw my house? And and it just snowballed. Yeah. Um yeah, and so here I am. Now you have a business. Um, now I have a business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's awesome. Um, yeah. And now you're in Detroit, missing yep, some been water. Been here for three years. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. Almost four, actually four. It's gonna be in October, or whatever it was. September, October. It's gonna be four years. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. But that, I mean, yeah, making it work. Yeah. Yeah, and I love it. I mean, I'm very thankful that I like it as much as I do. Yeah. You know, because my family came to Detroit for, like, Tigers games and stuff, barely. But, like, yeah. we never, like, came to Detroit. Yeah, that was the, my that was my experience until high school, and then I was going to punk rock shows all the time. So I was, there you go. I was always down there, and it was not in great shape at that point because sure. this was, like, the, the end of the century, like, 99, okay. 2000. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Detroit's come a long way in the last 20 years. <laughs> yeah, definitely has. So. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yep. I mean, I, I love what you're doing now. And obviously we get into that a little bit more in a, in a future entrepreneurial episode that people can yes. listen to. Um, but, but it's, it's great. And, and that that's cool. Kind of the journey you took to get there. And then you graduated during the pandemic, right? Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> I started my internship, which was like my last year um, of my program, um, 
January 2020 is when I started my internship. So I was like three months in, chugging along, getting all my hours, and then the world closes down. <laughs> um, but thankfully, so my most of my internships were able to go online yeah. or just like kind of pivot. Um, so, yeah, so I graduated actually in August of 2020. It's crazy. Yeah, six months Got my ago. piece of paper. Yeah. So now um, you're a... A young spry 29 year old in the city what's i mean what's That's on the right. horizon what's what's next for leah wow <laughs> i don't know i got a hot date tonight That's Ooh. <laughs> a pandemic uh, date seriously it's weird you it's don't get to kiss there. until you guys stand alone for 14 days together <laughs> yeah. there's rules people um there's rules that's for sure well, yeah, that's exciting that's weird yeah. So just, I mean, what's next is I don't try to, I mean, I think far ahead, but I don't try to think too far ahead because yeah. then I just get, you know, it's too much. Um, so yeah, I mean, just working my business, trying to, um, keep, keep up with art therapy and things like that. Try to Detroit's been different. I mean, just like any other city has been different throughout the pandemic. Like yeah. it's, it's good to know that the weather is changing because there's that like sense of like rejuvenation kind of, and yeah. like more people are out yeah. and some restaurants are opening back up. And it doesn't get dark so, at three thirty in the afternoon anymore. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. That's, it's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, people can follow you at drawn to Detroit, right? Yes, sir. Awesome. Uh, is there anything I didn't talk about that you wanted to hit on? I don't think so. I mean, is there anything that you can think of that you were just dying to know? Covered all your bases. Didn't ask you much about your love life, but hey, that, <laughs> I figured that could you'd, be all, you'd offer that, could that be up. A whole podcast in itself. <laughs> you didn't even ask about my sex dungeon. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. That, that's uh, what the other apartment is where the water is. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I do have a lot of stories, so. Oh, my. Um <laughs> Anyways, who knew? That's Hope here. College. There's, that's neither here nor yeah. there. Actually, I I really didn't date much in college. No, like at all. Actually, I mean, I like kiss, kissed boys, but you like I kissed didn't... boys. <laughs> we made out. Oh my god! Right, right after I like chugged that warm Bud Light <laughs> out of the dirty red cup. Disgusting. Uh, Anyways, should have stuck with Burnett's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't even think about that right now. That's funny. Well, that's awesome. I got nothing. So, right. yeah, cool. we'll save your relationships for my new podcast. It's all about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. But thanks so much, Leah, for doing this and taking the time. Yeah, of course. And... Yeah. <laughs> Tell Eric I said hi. Definitely. I will do that. Enjoy the rest right. of your day and your weekend. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye, Leah. All right. Bye. All right, you just listened to my interview with Leah. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And uh, I'm not sure if we covered it at the end or not, but you can follow her on social media at Drawn to Detroit. And you can check out her work at drawntodetroit.com. Uh, really great business. I, and I hope you guys are able to find some cool stuff on there, especially you Michiganders. Um, some awesome Detroit artwork and whatnot and you can also follow us at friend request pod and you can email me all your fan letters <laughs> to justin's friend request at gmail.com 
I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next week. Hey, do me a favor. Tell a friend about the podcast. Okay. Let someone know. Uh, you know, I'm always trying to expand the listenership and I don't like, I don't like hounding people about that because I'm happy with where we're at and all of you listening in different countries that still blows my mind. Um, but I hope you guys are, uh, enjoying this and, and, you know, tell a friend. All right. I will talk to you next week. Love you. Bye.